Welcome to the Hair Nuts Podcast. I am your host, Maxine Green, owner and master stylist at Curly Dimension Salon. This podcast was created to educate and motivate you on how to properly care for your natural curly hair. Every week, a new episode will drop. So grab a notepad and pen, pull up a chair, and let's have a chat. Let's get into today's episode. Hey, y'all, welcome back into another episode of the Hair Nuts Podcast. I'm your host, Maxine Green. All right, so on today's episode, I want to talk to you about flaky scalp and or dry scalp or dandruff, right? So, so often as a natural curly girl, we tend to be a lot more dehydrated. And so let's touch on the subject of flaky scalp and what does that look like and what are some of the things that you can do to combat dry scalp. So if you're dry scalp and now dry scalp, please understand that that can be an indication of something even deeper, meaning medically, right? Or it's just an indication of you are using products that are taking too much moisture from the hair. So let's talk about what ingredients, what are some of the ingredients that you should be looking for within your shampoo and conditioners, right? If you are using a product that has sodium lauryl sulfate, which is typically the first ingredient found in shampoos and conditioners. Now, this particular ingredient is also found in a lot of products that we use, everyday products that we use. And you would be so surprised to find out that this particular ingredient is what's mainly used across the board to produce lather or to give you that sense of clean or cleanly or cleanliness within a product. In, in, a set, in, a, in essence, what I'm saying, it's what's used to give you that idea of bubbles, right? So if you are mentally need or you need to mentally say, I need to see or I need to feel bubbles to make sure that my scalp is clean, you essentially don't. But for some of us, we desire to have bubbles because to our thoughts to our mind when we don't have bubbles it means that our scalp is not clean when essentially what makes your scalp clean is the way you apply pressure to the scalp and the products that you're using so if you were using products that are free of sulfates that are free of mineral oils that are free of any parabens that should help you control the dry scalp or you shouldn't have an issue with dry scalp. When I want you to, what I want you to understand, or what I would like you to take away from today's episode, is understand that dry scalp is your scalp screaming for moisture, or your scalp screaming for more hydration, right? So when you are taking away too much of the moisture from the scalp, what you're going to notice is your scalp is going to over produce oils, which is our sebaceous glands, then overacts, overreacts, or have to now work overtime to give us back those oils that was taken away with the products that we use. So often curly, curly girls ask me, can I use a clarifying shampoo to remove buildup? While clarifying shampoos are great for a purpose and a reason, I don't recommend clarifying shampoo for curly girls. Here's why. Clarifying shampoos are simply exactly what it says it does. It's a clarifier. It's meant to strip the hair. It's meant to remove buildup. 
They are some gentle enough clarifying shampoo. I haven't found the really good one, but I know they're out there, right? So maybe I shouldn't say they are, but I'm, I know that they are. But when you use a clarifying shampoo when you're a curly girl, what you're on your curly hair, what you're going to find is your hair feels a lot more dehydrated or a lot more drier. And then you have to follow up with a moisturizing conditioner or a hair mask to kind of restore some of that moisture that was pulled out with the clarifier, right? So you want to make sure that you are not using the clarifying shampoo in the beginning of your wash day. Wash day should be your shampoo, your conditioner, a leave-in, and then whatever styler you decide to choose. So you don't need a clarifying shampoo to remove buildup. You simply need to make sure that you are applying pressure to the scalp to remove the buildup, right? And then you should feel that moisture coming in, or you should feel that moisture retained back into the hair, right? So however the amount of pressure that you apply to the scalp using the pads of your fingers and your shampoo, that's when that's, that will give you a good indication of your hair, your hair is being clean or your scalp is being cleansed. Right now, the other thing that I want you to think about when you're using or when you're doing a wash day, do not use excessive hot water on your hair. That will also create dryness on the scalp. Right. So the same principle you guys apply or we apply to our face when we go to do our face wash. Right. And you can ask any esthetician. If you ask an esthetician what temperature water you should be using on your on your skin, she will always tell you either warm or cool to warm temperature and do go over your face with a, like a cooler temperature to kind of close back your um, your cute your uh your, your follicles, not your follicles, but your cells. What am I trying to say? Your skin, right? Your pores. That's it, your pores. So the same principle that we apply with our face, right, is the same principles that I want you to kind of take with your hair. So if you're using really, I know a lot of us do our hair in the shower and we use really hot temperature that's absolute no, no for your hair, because then you can create more dryness with, or you can increase the dryness of your hair with the temperature, with your shampoos and what you're using. So a lot of the flaking can come from products and stripping of the hair. A lot of the flaking can come from a dehydration within you. You're not drinking enough water, or it could be something on the medical side, right? And that is something that you want to seek the guidance of a dermatologist. Now, let's say you have dandruff, which dandruff and flaking are completely different. They're two separate entities, and I want you to kind of think of them very separate. So let's say you have dandruff, and I know a lot of clients who have severe dandruff. Now, that is medical, and I think you really, I encourage you to seek the advice of a dermatologist so that they can guide you on what you need to do or what are some of the products that you can do or you can use to help control that, right? A lot of times with curly girls, what I've noticed is that their diets. So I am not a dermatologist. I don't claim to be one, nor do I want to be one. That's a lot of schooling and I'm not doing it. But 
what I do know for sure is that oftentimes when I see clients, I often ask, what's your diet like? And a, a part of their diet, they incorporate so much dairy. And I do know, and you can test me on that, or you can ask a dermatologist and kind of kind of follow up with a derm to make sure. But to me, using a lot of dairy create not only buildup on the scalp, but it also creates the flaking and the, the dandruff, right? And so if you, I tell you what, try this for one second, try this for 30 days or try it for two weeks. If you are experiencing severe dandruff or flakiness, right? Try to cut out the dairy within your diet and see where you are and see how that can help you or see exactly what your hair will do, right? Because if you cut those things out, I promise you, you will receive or you will see a big difference in your hair or your scalp, right? The important thing is to understand where you are in terms of your health for your hair, what you're using, and where you would like to go and what you need to do. Natural hair is about really taking the time to sit down and assess where you are, to sit down and assess what you're using, right? So your products need to be in alignment with where you're trying to go. Your diet needs to be in alignment with where you're trying to go, as well as how you're maintaining and caring for your hair. So keep in mind that your shampoo, your conditioners need to be free of sulfates or mineral oils, or any parabens of any kind, any silicones of any kind. So as your conditioner as well, your mask, all those things need to be free of those, those ingredients, right? Because you don't want to help increase your dandruff or your dry scalp. You want to either control it or eliminate it altogether. And the only way for you to do that is for you to know and understand what your what part what products you're using what ingredients are in your products that you're using and if this is something that you need to seek the advice from a dermatologist then do that and start a process or start a regimen that can help you to healthy scalp i have a client who experienced severe dandruff right and this is something that she's been experiencing for a long time. And she she doesn't know what she can do differently or what she needs to do differently. Now, she's one of the most healthiest person I know, meaning she eats healthy and she uses the right products. But what I'm what we came to understand is that she has a love affair with cheese. That was her thing. Her love affair with cheese. Now, dairy is a huge culprit or a huge buildup of not only mucus, but it can also trigger a lot more issues with scalp, in our scalp. So we want to keep in mind and we want to pay attention to that, right? And it's not only dairy, but dairy plays a major role. And so when you understand that and when you're aware of that, you tend to pay a lot more attention to it, right? And your products, your ingredients in your products, start to read the labels, you guys. Start to see what's in the ingredients, what ingredients they're using, right? Because there's so many products in the market that caters to natural hair. And some of them are really good and some of them are not so good, 
not all products are created equal and not all products in the market are meant for us to use. So with that being said, I encourage you to really do your research, really think about where you are, where you're trying to go and how these products are going to take you to that next level. Now, if it can't do that, or if you're having issues, really think about, okay, I need to figure this out. I need to find something that can help me get to that place that I need to go. Or I need to find a product that will not only give me the healthiness in the hair that I desire, but also allow my hair to feel amazing and look amazing because ultimately that's what you're looking for and that's what you need, right? You're here to not only look amazing, but feel amazing. There's nothing, there's something to be said for like, let's say you're wearing like a black blouse and you have all these flakes hanging on your blouse, right? Most women are like, they're so self-conscious about what their hair what their hair looks like and they're very aware of when you notice the dry scalp or the flakiness they're very aware okay i know that i don't want my hair to look this way or i know that i don't want to wear this particular style because i'm gonna have flaking i'm gonna experience in flaking so the other thing i want you to think about let's say you have oily scalp right so most often what I notice with oily scalp in curly girls is that when your scalp is so oily, it simply means there's a deficiency there or your hair needs a lot more moisture or your hair needs more moisture. So because your hair is working overtime or your scalp is working overtime to produce natural oils, you're going to tend to have a, a little bit of a oily scalp, right? Because now your sebaceous glands have to work 10 times harder. So you're going to experience oily scalp. So most women I've, I've come across, they, I need to wash my hair after three days because my scalp is so itchy and it's so oily. If you, and I get it, right? I totally get it. But if you change what your diet looks like and what your products, you're, what products you're using, you'll see a big difference. You wouldn't have to frequently wash your hair or you won't have to think about or have those thoughts of, I can't wear certain clothing because then the flaking is going to be too much or, you know, I, I don't want my hair to, the danger is going to be all over my hair. Now, some curly girls have psoriasis. Now, psoriasis is a scalp condition, right? And that is something that, you need to seek the advice of a dermatologist to kind of get under control. And you and there are products that you can use to get that under control. Now, once you get that under control, it will help you in terms of styling your product choices. So now, in addition to what the dermatologists recommend to you, you can also use the products that the stylists refer to you. Now, let's say you're trying out a new stylist or you're new to a neighborhood or new to a town and you need to find a stylist. Do your due diligence as a customer, as a consumer. Do your own due diligence before you go into the salon or before you seek the advice of a stylist. 
and when and know who you are know your your hair know your texture at this point you should have already done your research you know what needs to be used you know how your hair needs to feel or how you would like it to feel you know and understand that there is a look that you're looking to or a look that you're going for right those are all those factors will help you when you get to the stylist chair you can then convey that to the stylist and then the stylist should be able to convey to you based on what you said here are my recommendations now we can meet in the middle and come up with a strategic maintenance plan to get you on the right track to where you need to go right I don't want you guys to think about dry scalp and dandruff as the end all be all right I don't want you to think about it as oh my god I can't have the, my hair or I can't wear my hair a certain way because these are all the factors that are you know I'm up against no there is there is tangible there's maintenance to everything right and there is steps that you can put in place to help you get to a clean scalp, right? So the first thing you have to really assess is, okay, what am I doing wrong? What are my products, right? Am I doing too much water? Am I not doing enough water, right? And then if you are experiencing not only dry scalp, but also severe dandruff, or you have psoriasis on the scalp, the psoriasis and the dandruff is oftentimes a good indication of something else. Scalp disorder, scalp issues or buildup or, you know, inflammation in the scalp. So you want to seek the advice of a dermatologist and get some guidance there or some clear directions on where you need to go and what you need to do in order to take care of that. Right. And then combine that with what you're doing at home, your healthy eating, your water intake, your vitamins, and the shampoos and conditioners, put all that together and you should have a really good, no scalp issues, right? You shouldn't have any issues going forward. But really, the other thing I really wanted to talk about or really want to go back to is really be mindful of what you're eating and the product usage, what you're using, how many products. Now, I've noticed that a lot of curly girls are oftentimes product junkie. That's because they're figuring out what works and what doesn't work, right? And I get it. I understand. We've all been there. But when you become a product junkie, meaning you are trying different products, you were trying this product over here because a friend recommended it. You were trying this product because somebody on YouTube recommended it. You're trying another product because you your favorite influencer uses and recommend it. There's nothing wrong with admiring or looking at the way someone else's hair is. But keep in mind that what works on their hair and their scalp is not necessarily going to work for you, right? So the idea that a client is, or the idea that you're bouncing around or using multiple products at the same time, I strongly disagree on that one. I don't encourage that one because I don't encourage it because you won't get the results that you're looking for. You're simply just using products just to use it without understanding what the products are actually doing. And then oftentimes you'll find 
all these products, you're piling up one product and you're putting another product on top of another product. So now your scalp has layers of products. And what if you're not really taking care or you're, what if you're not really removing those products out of your hair on the day they're washing your hair? So then there's still some residue of products and then you go and reapply more products. Do you see where I'm going with this? Right? So product buildup can really attribute to dandruff dry scalp, right? And or both, right? So you want to be mindful of how much product you're using, what your shampoo and conditioners look like, what ingredients they have, right? And also be mindful of your intake, what you're taking in, right? Because those are all factors that's going to really help you nail down, okay, my hair looks this way or my hair feels this way. This is what's going on in my scalp. So when you um, are intentional about what you want your hair to look like or what you, or you taking the time to really understand what your scalp and your hair looks like or what it needs, your little slight off or anything off, you're going to notice, right? You're going to notice every little detail about your hair. Right. And because now you're being intentional, now you're paying attention. Like I am really, I've experienced dry scalp. I know this product works. I know this product doesn't work. So now you have the decision or now you make the, the now you have the option to decide what product works and which product doesn't work. Right. And so you find yourself not becoming a product junkie. So let's say you're a product junkie and you have tons of products under your sink. I strongly encourage to bless somebody with them, right? Bless another curly girl or um, there's a lot of young girls who are now embracing their natural curls. If that's the case, right? If you find somebody within like in that who's now embracing their curly hair or they're now going natural, Bless them with the products that you're no longer using or you don't have a need for anymore, right? Or if it's too old, please discard it. Please throw it out. Don't give it to somebody, right? But really understand what your hair can do. So I hope this episode's helped you. I hope you guys got a lot of takeaway. I want to just um, talk, really give you some food for thought, right? So just to recap, when you're thinking or when you're experiencing dry scalp or dandruff, dandruff can, they're two very different things. They're not the same. And it's often misguided as the same or often interpreted as the same. And they're not, they're completely separate, right? Dry, dry scalp can come from overuses of products, too many products, too many products with terrible ingredients. And dandruff can be an underlying issue or concerns or buildup or um, uh, any product or any kind of inflammation within the scalp, right? So I really want you guys to really think about what you're using, what ingredients are in the products that you're using, what you're eating, what you're putting into your body, how much water you're drinking, what your vitamins are, what vitamins are you taking, and then are you using too many products, too many different products from different lines, right? Once you understand those aspects, 
then you can make better decisions and better choices for yourself and for your hair. All right, you guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I know it was a long one. It was like a little bit long winded, right? So I hope you got so many takeaways from this episode. Until the next time, I will catch you in the next one. Have a great week, you guys. Talk to you soon.